Come behind the curtain and follow private investigator Sheila Waisaki for Season 6, Defamation or Truth, in the matter of Christian Andriacchio. Jet Miller's sworn deposition is hard to listen to, but it is important to tease out what happened and what lengths people will go through. This is Jet Miller on the record, his own sworn deposition in his own words. I appreciate the listeners who have called to set the record straight after listening to the podcast. In this episode, Audio recordings, documents to the police, and more are discussed, all in Jet's sworn words. There were websites discussing Christian's case with information that doesn't line up with the audio recordings or the police reports. Now, the words of Jet Miller can be compared. Have you or members of your family made derogatory comments about Christian Andrachio on social media? Object form. Not that I know of. Have you? No, sir. When you and Whitley have been together the handful of times that y'all were doing drugs, have y'all talked about this lawsuit that you're involved in with each other? Uh, of course. Yes, sir. What would you say Whitley Goodman's reputation is in the community? Objection to asking for legal conclusions. You don't have to answer that question. You're going to instruct him not to answer that question? Well, he's a plaintiff in the lawsuit. He's not a member of the general public today. Well, he I mean, knows. He, he, I'm entitled to ask him what he understands and appreciates her reputation of being. That's what she's alleging has been damaged. I want to know. He's a co-plaintiff. I want to know what his opinion is. Well, I think he's here to give testimonies to facts, not to opinions. Well, reputation is opinion, Counselor. Sure, and you have to establish it before the court. Well, I'm asking him, as part of that process, what he thinks her reputation is. If you don't want to let him answer it, tell him not to answer it. I'm going to certify it. What? I'm entitled to know that. Go to the heart of the complaint. Well, I'll certify the question. I'm instructed not certify. to answer it. You're asking for legal conclusions in the lawsuit. Certify the question. Thank you. For the record. What did you say? You were not. Oh, uh. And that goes to the heart of the lawsuit. Thank you. Seth, I disagree with you when you say asking for an opinion about a party's reputation for real inclusion, not the basis of inclusion at all. I don't see how a factual opinion can be a legal opinion. An opinion about a fact. <clears throat> oh, that's right. She is. I'm sorry. I won't mumble anymore. Okay. We'll move forward. I respectfully disagree, but that's why we have judges. 
Um, so, let me ask it a different way. Do you have any personal knowledge of facts that would go towards Whitley Goodman's reputation in the community? No, sir. You don't know anything about her past in the way of her behavior, um, her conduct, or her activities, her criminal record, her drug record, anything? I mean, it's everything, everything, everybody knows better. Ray is uh, painted. Well, I'm asking you what you know. That's what I know. Well, is it false? I would say so. So what's false about what's been said about Whitney? I guess that that she's a murderer and just how she is as a person. Um, yeah. Well, if what you originally thought that Whitley killed Christian is true, then she is a murderer, isn't she? Objectable. That's what I didn't say it was true. I'm not saying you're saying it's true, but if, I didn't if, think if, it. if you, that's what you thought earlier. You told me that, right? Well, now you're just putting that together, but. But if in fact she killed Christian Androcchio, she is a murderer, isn't she? Objectable. She didn't. But if she did. Object to form, asked and answered, you're asked fully. Well, he's not answering my question. He did answer the question. Okay. Do you know I know FM, yes sir. How do you know Um, we, I guess used to, first coming by, we used to just hang out at parties and stuff together. Where does he live now? I'm really not sure, I'm sure I him, I guess. You ever hang out with him some personally? Yes sir. Was he friends with Hayes? Uh, Hayes' brother. Friend with Hayes' brother? Yes, sir. Okay. Did Hayes ever tell you that he told that you killed Christian Androcchio? No, sir. Do you know Um, yeah, I know Evan. Yes, sir. How do you know of him? Um, just... Ben and Pamuda and everybody knows everybody. You and hung out together? Maybe around the same area, maybe three times. Did you drugs together? Uh, maybe one of those times, yes. Did you and Burns talk on February 25th and 26th? No, sir. You deny that? No, sir. Did you see him on February the 25th or 26th? No, sir. Did Hayes come to your house any time on February 25th or 26th? No, sir. You never left your house to go pick up Hayes that night? No, sir. Was Hayes at your house any time on February the 25th or 26th? No, sir. Um, from what I remember, no, she was not. So your testimony is that Matt and Zach and Chelsea along with Meg, Megan, no. Yes, that's right, that's right. We're at your house that evening on the 25th, right? Correct. And Matt and 
Whitley were there until wee hours of the morning, is what I understand. Yes, sir. Can you explain to me, if they were with you, why were you texting them that night? Objection, facts, not evidence. Well, if you were texting them that night, why were you texting them if they were with you? Mm, I wouldn't be. So if your phone records reflect you were texting them, or their phone records reflect you were texting them, can you help me explain, or can you explain or help me understand that? Yes, sir, if you point something out, I will. Okay. But you deny you were texting them that evening? Well, I was together with them, yeah. So it wouldn't make sense for you to be texting them if you're all together, would it? Definitely not. No, sir. Okay. You called Matt on the 26th when you learned about Christian Andrachio. What did you tell him? And I'm sorry if I've asked this before. Just help me with that. Um, we're not sure again what I what I what I told him. Um, suspiciously. Suspiciously. Were you aware that Matt had been with Whitley any before the 25th? Um, I think I I think we heard that they were together one other time, but I'm really not sure when. Was your phone being used by anyone that you know of during the time that you're telling me you were asleep from the 6 o'clock in the morning on the 26th until 3 in the afternoon? No, sir, just me. What kind of beer do you drink, or do you drink beer? Um... Whatever I do, it'd be like Miller Lite or Sunny Adams or Seasonals or something. How about Dos Equis? Do you drink Dos Equis? No, I have before. Were you drinking that in 2014? Not that I recall. No, sir. How about Hayes? What kind of beer did he drink? He's a Bud Light person. So you're saying Dos Equis you've drank, but you've drank other beers as well. Christian like Dos Equis. Yeah. How did you know that? From Dylan Swearington. When did Dylan Swearington, Swearington tell you that Christian likes Dos Equis beer? He didn't personally tell me. Uh, sure he told somebody on Facebook, and that's where I saw it. So you've been told by Dylan that Christian liked Dos Equis. Why would that be part of your conversation? Objectable. He didn't just come out and tell me that. I was talking to someone else, and I saw the comment. In relation to what? Why does the type of beer that Christian drink come up in a conversation between you and Dylan? Objective form. It didn't come up in a conversation between him and Dylan. That's not what he testified to. All right. Tell me again how it is you learned that Christian likes Dos Equis beer. Because I saw he wrote to somebody that he liked Dos Equis beer. You saw that Christian wrote that? No. That Dylan wrote it to somebody. Okay. Yes, sir.
you know if Hayes Mitchell had more than one telephone? At one time? No, not, not right off. Let's put it back in the 2014 time frame of Christian's death. Okay. Do you acknowledge did he have more than one phone? Not so. Do you remember his phone number, Hayes's? He had so many of them, I can't remember um, one right off the top of my head, no sir. Why would he have more than one telephone number? Objection. If you know. Um, I don't think because he just moved from here to Jackson a lot, because his mom lived in Jackson, and, and he always would lose his phones and stuff, so he would just get different numbers. Here to Jackson, here to Jackson. So as his best friend, you're aware he was getting phones under different telephone numbers? His mother's and his dad's. Okay. Not at the same time, no. Have you ever had a, I call it a three-way phone call with people? In other words, you got two people on the line with you at the same time? Yes, sir. Did you have a three-way phone call with Whitley Goodman, Matt Miller, and Dylan at 3.44 on the day that Christian Andracchio died? Definitely didn't. No, sir. That didn't happen? No, sir. What kind of vehicle was Jack Tab driving in February 2014? Um, probably was the, this was like a regular Silverado truck. But it's kind of lowered a little bit. So he had some stickers on it because it was like Z66 or something. It was on the back of it. Was so. it souped up? Had pipes or anything like that? It was just like lowered a little bit and it had some nice tires and rims on it and blacked out. I mean, it was a nice truck. Silver in color. It's probably champagne, I think. Goldish, maybe. Do you know if Zach? Had ever been to Christian Andracchio's apartment? No, sir. You don't know? I know he hasn't. How do you know that? Because uh, me and Zach were good friends, and he didn't know. What kind of vehicle did Hayes Mitchell drive in February 2014? Um, really not sure if he had that champagne Z71, or, or if he drove Bilbo's trucks, because he drove Bilbo's there towards the end. Um, towards the end when he died, so I'm not sure. So he did have a Z71 champagne truck? Uh, yes, sir, for a little bit of time, he did. Okay. What about Dylan Swearingen? Do you know what kind of vehicle he was driving in February 2014? Um, I personally do not know what he drove. Whitley, by chance, do you know what she was driving back then? I don't know if she was driving. I'm not sure. What about no, sir. You remember talking to Eric Stubbs about y'all going out and shooting your guns on the night of the 25th? Uh, yes, sir. Do you know Eric? I do. Good guy? Yes, sir. Trustworthy? Yes, sir. Do you remember what you told him about that night and whether Whitley shot a gun that night? Um, I uh, don't remember exactly what I said, but I'm sure it was what I've always said. Well, did you tell Eric Stubbs that Whitley Goodman shot a gun that night? If he asked me, I would say yes. Did you tell Eric Stubbs that 
Do you believe that Whitley Goodman was capable of killing someone? To the best of my knowledge, no, sir. Well, if in fact you did tell him that she was capable of killing someone, do you agree with that? Objection. Don't answer the question. You instructed him not to answer that question? I mean, it's, you're asking about an improper hypothetical about something that he testified didn't happen. So I'll say I'm asking him about a statement that he gave to a third party. It wasn't him. What, what he said and whether he had believed it. Do you have a copy of the statement for him to review before he starts answering questions about it? I'm just asking him what he remembers, Counselor. If you, didn't, if you don't remember it or if you deny saying it, that's all I want you to t tell me. But if you did say it, I want you to explain I it. I said I don't. I said I didn't remember. To the best of my eyes, I don't remember saying that. All right, but I'm just saying if you did say that, do you agree that she was capable of killing someone? Objection. He just testified he didn't remember saying it. No, sir. Okay. Did you ever tell somebody where you understood the bullet wound to Christian was on his body? Um, yes, sir. And that was, from what I heard, I told Culpable. What did you tell from what you heard, and who did you hear it from? Again, I heard it from Joe Wayne that it was on the side of the head. And it seemed like from watching, at the time, from watching the crime watch, they wanted you to believe it was in the back of the head to make it look like it was something it wasn't. That's what you think it was? Um, something it wasn't? Uh, yeah, that's what I know. Um, yes, sir. Tell you, yeah, I told a couple of that. Did you tell someone that you knew something about the bullet wound to Christian because you had watched Crime Watch? Um, the one that they said was in the back of the head. I'm just asking, did you watch Crime Watch about Christian's death? Yes, sir. And is that the show that you are referring to in regard to you having knowledge of where the bullet entrance was? Um, yeah, because that's where they wanted you to, uh, to believe where it was, yes. So just so I can be clear, you're telling me that you knew something about where the bullet wound on Christian was because of what you learned from Crime, Crime Watch, the show? Um, well, uh, yeah, but it was the wrong, it was not correct. It was wrong, what Crime Watch had. Okay. What did you learn about the bullet wound on Crime Watch? That it was wrong. Well, what, I mean, where, where how was it wrong? Well, from what I got out of it, it was, they said in the back of the head. So it was, that's not where it was. Where did, and how did you learn where it actually was? Um, I, again, probably through my grandmother, which was from Gerald Wayne, his grandfather. So your grandmother told you through Gerald Wayne where the bullet wound was to Christian? That's how I knew exactly where the bullet hole was when I told it, Coverball. Did you talk to Matt Miller any at all before you called him around? 3 or 3.30 on the afternoon of the 26th of February. Yes, sir.
phone records reflect that you and Matt had a phone conversation or you called him. Can you explain that? Um, being that I was asleep, probably not. You told Eric, Eric Stubbs, as I appreciate it, that Whitley had anger issues. How were you aware that she had anger issues? Really wasn't. Uh, I was going off of what people, how they painted her. So, did they paint her as having anger issues? Of course. You tell him I can see her killing somebody? Judge, for more facts, not in evidence, if you have a copy of some statement for him to review before he gives answers to questions. Deny it or admit it. I mean, if you didn't say it. I don't, I don't uh, remember saying that. Do you know how long Matt and Whitley have been seeing each other before Christian's death? Um, from my understanding, there wasn't too long before. It's probably like the second time they hung out, if not the first, but I'm not for sure. Time-wise. Over how many days, weeks, whatever? I, mean, I want to say uh, like a week or two, if that. Did you ever talk to Whitley after Christian died about what happened? Um, Objection's been asked to answer. Not... Not uh, maybe till 2018, and I guess it was me just asking her, asking her, I guess what happened. Well, let's talk about that. What did she tell you happened? Well, uh, we've already talked about it, and she was asleep. That's it. That's all she said. Yes, sir. She didn't tell you about what happened before or after. She just, you said what happened. You said I was asleep. Is that all she said? Yes, sir. Um, and every time we get together, we don't just sit here and, and talk about this. I mean, we try not to talk about it, honestly. So as we sit here today, do you have any information you personally learned from Whitley about what happened when Christian died other than she was asleep? No, sir. That's all I know. Did you ever post, quote, I wake up in the morning and ask myself if life worth living, should I blast myself? Yes, sir. When did you post that? Um, supposedly it was the day of, or the day before he died. I'm not really sure what date it was. Why did you post that? Because um, it was a song lyrics, and that's all, well, everything that my Twitter was. A song, it is a song lyrics. Give me the name of the song that that's a lyric from. Um, Tupac, um, maybe Hail Mary. Well, is it or isn't it? Yeah, Hail Mary, Tupac. Did you post that before or after Christian passed away? I'm not sure the date or the time. Could it have been after? Could have been. Was there a confrontation on the phone or in person involving your dad being asked about that post by anybody with the Andrachio family? Uh, nothing I know of, no, sir. Were you asked to meet with the Mississippi Bureau of Investigation investigators and you didn't show up? 
That's not true. Tell me about it. Did you show up? Um, I met with the people at the Highway Patrol office. Was there ever a planned meeting between you and investigators that you know about that you didn't attend? No, sir. You've not avoided meeting with investigators that were trying to reach out and talk to you. Yes, sir. Is that your testimony? That's correct. Are you personally aware or familiar with Whitley Goodman's conduct during February of 2014 in regard to her relationships with people, her drug use, her con you know, in any way, her conduct? Um, no, sir. When you talk to Matt, after you learned that Christian died, did you tell him how Christian died? No, sir. Did you say anything about whether he had been killed or whether he had committed suicide or anything <clears throat> like that? I'm not sure what I said to him. I'm not sure what I said to him. Did you know how he died when you talked to Matt? on the afternoon of the 26th of February? Yes, sir. Yes, we'll take a break because we've got a judge call. Thank you. We're off the record at 155. We're back on the record at approximately 223. Who are you closer with as friends, Dylan or Zach? Zach. Zach's your buddy. He's your running buddy, right? Used to be. Have you talked to Zach about what he remembers about the shooting gun night? Um, yeah, yes sir. What does he tell you? She shot the gun. Now you've read the Attorney General's record you told me. Yes sir. And you're aware there's statements in there that he gave to law enforcement that says just the opposite, right? Mm. No objection. I'm not aware of that, no sir. Mississippi Attorney General's Office CA00124 is a statement that I'm going to let you look at. Looks like a law enforcement James Arrington is talking to Zachary Scott Tab. Do you read here with me where it says, when asked about the shooting event, Tab stated he did not remember Whitley Goodman shooting a gun on the night in question. Further stated, Whitley was sitting in someone's lap in the car. This was consistent with what Matt Miller stated. Did I read that correctly? Um, it looks like you read that right. So, he told law enforcement that he didn't remember Whitley shooting the gun, correct? That's what it says there, yes sir. And so did Matt. I'll show you Attorney General document number 000121. This is the same officer, James Arrington, talking to Matt Miller. Uh, And Miller was absolute that Goodman had not fired a gun as she claimed. Miller stated he and Goodman were in the back seat of the car when Jet Miller and Zach Tab got out to fire the 40 caliber pistol. Goes on to say, Whitley was laying across his lap in the rear of the seat, talking about, I assume, uh, Matt, holding her hands over her ears 
goes on to say, Whitley Goodland, with no doubt, did not fire the weapon and was in the car trying to avoid the gunfire noise the entire time. Did I read that correctly? It looks like you read that right. So two of your buddies, Matt and Zach, both told law enforcement that they did not see Whitley fire the gun. Do you agree with that? Uh, right then, yes. You okay. talk to them now, and they would say otherwise. So they're going to change their statements now? Yes, sir. So you've talked to them about it, about changing their statements? Yes, sir. But they did say, back when they were interviewed, close in time to what all happened, that Whitney, Whitley did not fire the gun. And uh, have you talked to them about that inconsistent statement? Objective Um, I'm just asking, why did you say say that whenever it was not true, but they say? I said I did not ask them why they said that when it wasn't true. Um, I just remember talking to Zach months and months ago when this podcast stuff came out, and like I said, earlier, Zach did not drink, and he said, if, uh, if anybody remembers from that night, who do you think remembers if she shot the gun or not? And I said, well, you would have. He said, well, let me tell you what I remember. And he said, she shot the gun. That's what he told me. Okay. But you have to agree with me, can you not, that two of the four of you, Zach and Matt, at one point told law enforcement officers that she didn't shoot the gun, correct? Um, and, that, and that right there, sure, but I just know from Matt, he was trying to stick to the same story I mean, at the time. So... Yeah. That was his original story, right? Correct. Not knowing she didn't have gun, he didn't know that she had gun residue on her hands. That's why he said no. I don't understand what you're saying. Um, not knowing that she didn't have gun residue on her hands, he was trying. I felt like he was trying to cover for her or help her out or something. Did he tell her that? No, that's what I got from it. But if she's not shooting a gun, she won't have gun residue on her hands, would she? That's not true. Hmm? That's not true. Okay. So you're thinking that somehow Matt's trying to help her out on the gun residue by saying she didn't shoot the gun. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Okay. And did I understand you to say that Zach, y'all concluded if anybody remembered it correctly, it would be him? Yes, sir. Because he was the only one not drinking and high? I wouldn't say high, but uh, not drinking. Have you been smoking? Yes, sir. Have you asked Whitley anything? I mean, did you read in the Attorney General's records the law enforcement conclusions that she changed her version of what happened at Christian's apartment at least four times? Have you asked her about that? Objection facts, not in evidence. No, right, sir. We'll just look at it then. Did you read in these records... Uh, Enforcement officers expressed great concern about her changing her story multiple times. Yes, sir. I was aware of it. Have you asked her about that? No, sir. Does it concern you that the woman that you're in this lawsuit with changed her story at least four times about what happened to Christian Andracchio? I mean... No, not really, no, sir. I hadn't really asked her about it. No, it doesn't. You're not going to ask her about it, I gather? It doesn't um, concern me. Well, doesn't it go to her truthfulness? Objection. 
I mean, it's however you want to take your opinion on it, but. Well, do you want to be in a lawsuit with somebody that's lying? She's not going to lie to me. Well, I'm not saying lying to you. I'm saying she's lied to others, hasn't she? Objection, facts, not in evidence. Don't answer that question. You're not going to answer that question. Yes, sir. Do you want to say it? No, I'm going to find it. For example, Attorney General's page number 00108, James Arrington, investigator. Statements made by to law enforcement By Goodman, that's Whitley, right? I would assume so. And Swearingen are inconsistent. After review of this case, I'm in total agreement that Goodman and Swearingen are definitely being deceptive about their knowledge of the events of this death. Did I read that correctly? Uh, looks like it. He's saying she's, they're lying, right? I don't know how you would say that. Okay. So that doesn't trouble you being in a lawsuit with somebody that may have been lying to law enforcement? If you're just going to pick out one little... Incident, Matt. Well, did you read that there's several in here that say pretty much the same thing, or do you remember that? Um, I remember reading that was suicide in there quite a few times, too. All right, but am I asking you, do you remember reading in the AG records the concerns of law enforcement about the inconsistencies of Whitley Goodman's version of what happened on multiple occasions? Sure, I've read that, but it doesn't concern me. All right, so you're okay with... You're co-plaintiff suing these folks for $40 million, claiming that they've said things that aren't true about y'all, but you're not concerned about her saying things that aren't true to law enforcement. Objection, compound question, mischaracterization of the lawsuit in its current state. And asked and answered. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what she said. I mean, no, I'm not concerned. There are a few more episodes, but worth the listen. Ray and I will wrap up some new information at the end of the season. Some of the listeners know that I'm a working private investigator in the field. Sometimes other cases take me away from podcasting. In the last month, many of you all saw the Dateline episode regarding the Jonathan Cruz case. Danielle and I filmed for it. And it was a big obligation being away. Jonathan Cruz's case is not over by any stretch, even though we have a $206 million verdict. If you want to hear more about Jonathan Cruz, tune in to season four of Without Warning Podcast. As always, thank you for listening, giving me your opinion, and supporting the victims' families. They need it. Christian Andriacchio was a victim. If you know anything at all, call 1-888-599-0008 or email tips at sheilawysaki.com.